Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. Hey there, Quajo here, and I've invited my web designer back to this episode to give you a sneak peek behind the scenes about how we communicated for such a complex and important project as upgrading my website when I became host of the Art of Online Business podcast. And so, hey, Archie. Hey, guys. Hey, Quajo. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Thank you for giving my website such a good upgrade. And if you're listening to this podcast and you have not looked at the YouTube channel yet, go to the show notes below, click on the subscribe to the Art of Online Business YouTube channel link, get over there and watch this so you can see just how good of a job he did or how bad of a job I had done before. <laughs> I mean, look at how the website looked before compared to how it looks now. Absolutely night. And day. And this is the second time that Archie has been on this podcast. The first time was in a previous episode, which was episode 763. The link will be to it below, but that's where we talked about what matters most for your business's website to leave a great impression. And we go into all the good stuff there. So if you haven't heard that one, go listen to that one after you listen to this or listen there and come right back here. But Archie, if you have not seen him on the previous episode, he is the one who made my new website, which looks really good. He's made two websites for Rick Mulready, the previous host of this podcast. He's been building websites for 15 years. He's done about 20 in the past year or so. And he's based in the Philippines. And if you don't know me, hi, I'm Quajo. I'm the host of the Art of Online Business, the new host, if you will. And I am based in Mexico. And you can find out more about me. There's a link to the episode where Rick introduced me and explained some of his future plans, which are now his current plans because we're recording from the future. <laughs> that link is in the show notes below. Now let's get into the episode. I figured you would want to see behind the scene just to understand what it's like to outsource with a talented individual who's not sitting right next to you, but they're building your website and designing it for you or redesigning your website that you already had. So with that, I just want to say, first of all, Archie, 
I wish I had did the thing sooner. Like I told you in the last episode, I'll say it again. I feel like since the website went live back in December, kind of like the very end of November of 2023, mm-hmm. the number or the frequency at which people applied for me for Facebook ads management just went up. And that I have to thank you for, but it's very clear when we're looking at the screen right now. And by the way, if you're listening to the podcast only on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, go down to the show notes below and click through to subscribe to the Art of Online Business YouTube channel where you can see the actual screen that we're looking at. Because look at this old website compared with the new one. The new one right here, the old one has like my logo super small and it says apply for Facebook ads management or you know it says I'm your strategic traffic partner who will bring you more leads profit and sales it's on the same blue it's on a blue background but then there's like a customer testimonial under there in text and some boxes which I which was my poor attempt to steal from Archie's good design but then the new one it like has the logo up top of the art of online business it has menu headers that change color when you slide over them like the fonts are better. They're not generic fonts. I don't know what font I use, but I can tell that you use really cool fonts from my brand guide. Thank you. Like there's a very clear call to action button that says scroll down to work with me. You got me on there with my face full of personality. It's like this one is just way, way better, Archie. So thank you for that. And it has made a difference in my business already, like I said. So what, what did I wish I'd done sooner, Archie? Yeah, I wish I had actually just had you do the website sooner i believe well you are a professional and i'm so glad that rick introduced you to me one thing i do want to say though archie is i didn't know how long it would take as a business owner like i had yeah and you were actually quick you were very quick and punctual you're going to talk about that right now but like it took me figuring out how to like get my act together and respond to your like prompt (laughs) questions for this project to move along. So I guess like this would be a good time to just ask you, like, what do you feel like makes you stand out, Archie, as a website developer, builder, and designer? Oh, yeah. Well, before I talk about that, I just let me just say to everyone out there that's listening to this episode right now, to all business owners, especially coaches and, and, and professionals, go and get your professional photos taken because that's what Quajo had for me on this new website, which he didn't have before. Because it, it helps a lot with presenting yourself as a, you know, like a professional, a coach. Go and do that because that's super important for your website. It was such a pleasure to work with you and Rick. Just give a quick shout out to Rick for, you know, putting his trust in me and, and hired me to do this website. And in for introducing me to Quajo. This was actually a, a very fun project to do Quajo because you kind of given me the creative freedom to do what I thought would be the best possible approach in the presentation for website. And I would just say that the collaboration was very easy. It was a fun project to work on. And I say, Quajo, this project, your website, is probably one of the easiest projects I've done in the past, uh, in recent memory, primarily because you already had everything in place before I, I went in. It was, we weren't building anything from the ground up. So we had something that was already there. And you just wanted someone to kind of take it and give it a makeover, overhaul everything and, and make it more. Overhaul. The previous one I did was ugly. Look at that compared to this beauty. Oh, man. So, yeah, the, the, the collaboration was as, was quicker than I kind of anticipated. 
because number one is you and I were, you know, well, very well versed with tools and projects and how, what, what the process involves with collaboration with someone working from, you know, halfway across the world. And, and I'd say that's one thing that is really kind of scares a lot of people mm-hmm. when they try to outsource their project is because many of the time difference. And I would say, so because I'm in the Philippines, I'm 12 hours, 12 to 13 hours ahead of the U.S. Eastern time. So that's a lot of time mm-hmm. to cover. But, you know, I'd like to say that the Philippines is the number one destination for outsourcing. So it's one of the biggest industry that drives the, the economy is a lot of U.S. companies, North American companies, and to some extent, European companies come to the Philippines to outsource and operate over here. So the time difference is actually not, you know, really uh, a problem for us. Like I, and, and this is funny because a lot of clients really, you know, are surprised. And when I say that I work well into the early hours of the morning. And I'm so used to that doing that, you know, for the past 15 years that I, I start working at 9 p.m. the evening and, and get off work at about five, six in the morning, which is definitely you know, natural for me. And that's, that's true for a lot of, of, of Filipinos in my country. So definitely not a problem with the time difference. Yeah, I would say you were very, like, I'm just going to cut in because you were ultra punctual. It was like, in, in a way, I guess you would, you could say that you were the project manager for oh, this yeah. new website build. And like every, it was like you were sharing with me, okay, we made this significant progress. And then whenever you needed something from me, like you sent me, like I said in the last episode, you sent me emails with like bullet points, like, Quajo, I need you to decide this, 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 and this. And then here's a link to watch. And then I would click on the link. I would be able to watch like what exactly you needed me to make a decision on so that yeah. I could understand what it was you were writing too. Like it just, right. it worked really well working with you. I don't think the time difference, well, full disclosure, like the rest of my team, other than two Canadians that I contracted with, mm-hmm. they're in the Philippines, but still. Even if I wasn't used to working with somebody in the Philippines, I don't think the time difference was even a thing because so many things like you need to do on your own time anyway. And it's like I would wake up in the morning and there would be an email from you. And so I would just respond to it. And then we kind of worked asynchronously. That's the magical word. Yeah. So yeah, Quajo, when we were working together, so I, I guess that's one of the, one thing that really, I guess, makes me stand out is I'm, I'm a business owner and, and I understand that a lot of, a lot of us business owners don't really have, you know, there's a lot on our plate and there's not a lot of wiggle room for, you know, scheduling, you know, there's got to be a scheduling conflict here and there. And, you know, just the ability to adapt and make it as seamless and frictionless as possible for the client, mm-hmm. I guess, is what really makes us stand out apart from being, you know, doing a website, designing your website. We also have to be your project manager because we do understand that collaboration, especially in the, in the online space could be quite challenging. And so let me just give a shout out also to your VA, Giselle. She did a terrific job of, of, you know, being a liaison connection between you and I. So that really made it my, my job a whole lot easier to organize and, and collaborate, you know, because that's, that's the, uh, one of the. I'd say challenging part is, you know, a lot of the files, you know, Equajo, like I need your images or send me your logo or send me your, your brand kit. Yeah. So, and, you know, with, with busy people like you, it's, you know, it could be challenging to really, to really kind of like find time to really do that. And so having someone like us and, you know, and this is also true for, for Rick and, and his 
project manager, Erica, that kind of really just made the whole experience seamless and enjoyable yeah. is that there was a lot of collaboration and we were leveraging technology. We knew how to use technology to make a project seamless and, and quick. So let's talk about that tech because I'm sure the listener will want to know, all right, let's say I work with somebody across the world in the Philippines like you, Archie. Right. What tech is involved to make this collaboration work? Like I know we used, I guess I'll just read from like the list and from my memory, but we used, well, Gmail, we emailed back and forth. Uh We used Loom actually. So I used Loom to record my screen to give you feedback on like design elements of the Uh new website. And you used, what was it? Vimeo. Vimeo. Okay. I didn't actually know that Vimeo had a screen recording feature. Oh, I'd say... The top choice would always be Loom, but yeah. for everyone out there, because the Loom had some kind of, I think some restrictions with the free one where you're, I guess, restricted to like 10 minutes. I, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. But with Vimeo, it's completely free, no restrictions whatsoever. And that's the reason why I use it, because sometimes when you record your screen, it takes you like 20, 30 minutes to do it. And that's <laughs> the main advantage. But I'm, I'd say Loom will always be my top choice. Gotcha. And some of the videos were a little long. I should insert a little hack. What I would do is when you were, when you had questions for me written, but also in video, I would yeah. watch the video and then pause every time I had a comment and then type that comment yes. or question yeah. into the email. And that mm-hmm. made it go like, that was the way for me to make it even more efficient than it already was. Mm-hmm. But we, so we use Lumen video to record our screens and that covers the visual aspect of the website and clearly communicating about that made it, it was really easy actually. And then we used Google Drive. I think we were working, I took all of my app website assets and put those in a Google Drive folder that yeah. you had access to. And then mm-hmm. we had a shared Google Doc, right? And I think yeah. you had organized that doc by like each individual website page. And then there were questions in there about things that you needed. And I just kind of answered those questions and it was super organized. And then I used Canva just to kind of right. re- Re, re-edit, reposition, whatever you want to call it. I use Canva to edit some of my images before sending them over to you. Speaking yeah. of all this, what would you say are the best practices like for clear email communication? Can you give me like an oh, example yeah. without naming names? Can you give me an example of like poor email communication and then how you do the email communication so well? Because I feel like the listener would benefit from you just breaking down how you made those emails to me so clear and so effective. So bad example and then how you do yours. Right. So clients have each have their own style of, of collaboration. Some some of them prefer to have like, you know, phone calls, Zoom meetings to collaborate. Some of them prefer to have email and project management because they don't really have the time to like step on a phone call. In our case, you know, we we're leveraging really video recording and email to kind of like just do a back and forth. Now here's the problem with email. So Ideally, we use a project manager for organizing tasks and deliverables and track the status of projects. And then in some cases, with like with Equation, we were uh, leveraging enough. Problem with email is it's easy for information to get buried from all those, you know, exchanges every now and then. So sure. what I would do, and that's what we did with for us, Quajo, is we sent out separate emails for different topics. So if we, yes. if we were talking about design, it was one email. If we were talking about copy, it was another email. If we were talking about the back end and technology, it was another email. That way it's easier for us to, to go through. Oh, what, what did Archie say last week? 
that's one thing. That's a very, very effective way to segregate and categorize the exchange of information. The other thing is, and again, this is what I learned way back when I was just starting out in this industry and shout out to that business coach that Stephanie, I worked with her for nine, 10 years early in my career. And she really was the first person who really taught me how to work with people, you know, like tone, you always have to be professional. You have to be polite all the time. But I would say the one thing that really, really has helped me in my career is that brevity is the name of the game. When you're exchanging information, you don't want to send out three, four paragraphs of information, right? You want to be as concise as possible. You want to be as short and direct and straightforward as possible. And then you want to organize that information into bullet points. So if, if you remember, that's how I share information with you. I try to be as, as, as concise and short as possible. And then I organize it into bullet points because it's easier for, for my clients to understand what we're really doing, you know, as opposed to like kind of writing a whole paragraph about it. And if it does require me to explain things, that's where the video recording comes in. Because, you know, sometimes you can't really explain things with just bullet points. So that's where we record things and then, you know, show exactly what we're trying to do to explain, especially with, with website development and design, which involves a lot of technical aspects, you know, we leverage video recording. Yeah. Like I remember the video where I first saw you put these boxes in, I was like, oh, okay. Like that just would have been, how, how would you have spent so much time Well, you probably could have describe the boxes in the email, but like, yeah, just yeah. showing me the video recording. And then you were showing me what you were considering. I even remember you were showing me what you were considering as you were putting in testimonials and you would just right. come here and be like, okay, her picture, we need a different one. And I'm going to, you told me how you were going to group the, the testimonials in such and such a way that would be different from how I did them on my old website. And you were just mm-hmm. explaining to me I liked how at times you explained to me the reason behind change and like you were courteous enough to like, not just say Quajo, your previous website looked ugly, but you were like, you you were like, if you take this and you make it like that, and this is why I'm going to make it like this, it will present your business better and da, 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 da. And you talked about like page load speed and how my website could load more quickly. And we won't get into that because we covered that in the previous episode, linked again in the show notes below but the way you used technology was and just the way you communicated was impressive and i would say again i was used to already communicating with my team who many of them are in the philippines many mm-hmm. of them it's it's three people it's not like i have a 20 person team but somebody who hasn't yet worked with a va in the philippines might be concerned about how communication would happen speaking also of concerns before we go back to the website Right. I have heard this one often, which is like, I start working with somebody and I had a friend who got ghosted, uh-huh. Uh-huh. up front for the project. And then the person they're working with just disappeared. And like, I have heard that, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like before you talk about that, the first thing I want to say is, is like, you are ultra professional and, and I just trusted you would finish the job before mm-hmm. I ever worked with you because Rick, who is like the founder of this podcast, who is, has a very high quality standards for people who he works with. Like, and you have to as a podcast host, because the podcast episode is going to be here like, mm-hmm. forever, you know? 
And so it's like, you have to be careful who you work with because people two years from now could listen to an episode and take a recommendation based on what you said. And when Rick told me he worked with you, and then I knew that he was working with you on a second project. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I'll go with Archie because I used to work with Rick, right? Like, right, right. I coached with him for three years. Like I've seen him give service providers the proverbial acts, so to speak, and terminate the relationship because they just weren't doing up to par work. And I actually asked him about you before I decided to work with you. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, what's the way, let's say somebody's working with you or somebody else, like what's the, what's the way to work out, let's call it payment or something like that. Like how do, you, how do you work out payments with your clients in such a way that there's like mutual trust on both sides Right, and the client is at ease with the project and how it's going along? Yeah, shout out to Rick Mulready for you know, giving me that break and for trusting me with both of these websites. And- or introducing me to this great guy, you know, who's host, Quajo. Thank you for the pleasure of being able to work with you. I always tell my, our clients that one of also the main advantages of working with us is how flexible we are with the way we conduct, you know, money, you know, with finances and, and pricing and all of that. Because all too often, we've always heard of these horror stories where, you know, you pay someone and it's all of a sudden they don't show up or they kind of give you like a crappy, problematic website. And then there's no way to, there's no way to reach out to them and, and find them, especially because you're, they're located halfway across the world. And so we try to nurture a sense of trust with the client. And one thing that we do for that is we try to be flexible with the way we conduct business with them. And so typically what we do is for like large projects, we do like 50% upfront. And it kind of like work out the scheduling milestone where we have deliverables. We are very clear with, you know, scheduling, you know, what's supposed to be delivered on this certain date. What am I supposed to deliver? What am I doing so far? Try to be as transparent as possible, especially with our communication, because that nurtures a sense of trust. Because, you know, at the end of the day, working online is a matter of trust. We don't really know each other and, and where we're physically not within the same location. So it's all about trust. And we do that again, you know, by being very flexible and trying to accommodate the client as possible, because it's, it's always a challenge, especially for us, Quejo, like we're in the Philippines, right? And so a lot of people are not really familiar with how it is working with someone, you know, that's from Asia with a different cultural background, with a different time zone. It's always a challenge. And that's what we do. We, we, Try to be as accommodating and as flexible as possible, especially with the pricing for typically, you know, for smaller projects, typically the, the client, especially if they're referrals, they just pay everything up front. But for larger projects like Rick and yours, we do that, you know, scheduling type of payment where, you know, 30, 50% paid up front, just so that we establish kind of like an, an agreement between us. And then we also have a contract and then we are very clear with our scheduling and deliverables and timeline. And so far, it's been a very positive experience for us and I'm, I'm happy. And I guess that's also one of the reasons why we've survived for 15 years is because we stuck to that principle. I mean, because otherwise you could only just be dishonest for, you know, if you don't do your job well, you're not going to get a lot of business and eventually you're going to go out of business and no one's going to refer to you. And, well said. Well said. Yeah. So... I'm just happy and blessed that, you know, it's worked out for us. And I've met wonderful people. A lot of the people that I've worked with in the past have become my friends. I, I'd say a lot of, I, I 
probably would have more friends outside of the country than inside the country. <laughs> you know, you oh, like, okay. and, and that's the, that's the kicker in that a lot of the clients that I've, we've worked, I work with have become my friends. And, you know, I, I look forward to, like, I look forward to seeing you, meeting you someday in, this, in, in, in the near future, Quajo and, and Rick. I will I'll, get over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will get over there. It's my plan to get back to China this year, 2024. Right. If I'm going to get on a plane and fly to China, then I might as well <laughs> take a little, a little flight. Absolutely. Well, not even little, probably four hours, but, you know, from China. Yep to the Philippines and like hang out and see some of the amazing places and spots you got over there. You got to live it in, man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So then having discussed everything that we discussed, like if the listener is interested in working with you, what would be the next steps that they should take to have their website, like either professionally designed. Oh, by the way, the next time that you're going to be on this episode, we'll be talking about some of the mindset, like roadblocks that people have, including one that I had, which is Mm -hmm. I was like, I wanted to do it myself and I wanted to use Squarespace. And even when we first started working, I was like, Archie, can you just design it on Squarespace? And I know there's other online course creators, membership owners, coaches there who who are on Wix or Squarespace or even just a Kajabi website. Mm -hmm. And maybe they're scared about working with WordPress. They think WordPress is super complicated and crazy like I did. So we're going to talk about that in another episode, but if somebody's willing, like right now, to work with you to have like to upgrade their brand, so to speak, on their website, what would be the next steps? Great. I am inviting everyone, all of our listeners right now, to come and visit our website and check out what we do. It's arcawebsolutions.com, E-R-C-A WebSolutions.com. We offer WordPress website design development. We also do work with other website platforms, like we like mentioned Squarespace and Wix, but our specialty really is with WordPress. We do WordPress maintenance, we do hosting, and all other tech issues that you may have right now. We work with all technology. And when you do book that meeting with us, don't forget to mention that you found us, you've heard about us through the Art of Online Business podcast with Quajo, because we may have some bonus for you as a thank you. Cool, cool. cool. Well, all right. The the link then to your website, I will put that in the show notes below, or it is in the show notes below. As you listen to this podcast, podcast listener, and thanks for listening to this episode. Well, Archie, thank you for being here. First thank of all, you for having me. Yeah, thanks for listening to this episode. Until the next time you see me or hear from me, be blessed. Take care and goodbye. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads. Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.